0: It's Friday, April 30th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Republicans are taking an increasingly hostile approach toward proposals enacted through a statewide vote. There is a process that should
1: be followed, and the initiative petition process is not a good process for complex legislation.
0: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on why Missouri voters could decide to keep the initiative petition process intact. The budget on its way to the St. Louis Board of Aldermen cuts nearly 100 vacant positions from the city's police department. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lipman has more on the decision by the Board of Estimate and Apportionment. The positions being cut have not been filled for years, so Chief John Hayden says the day-to-day operations of the department will not change. The $4 million in savings are directed instead to services for the homeless and to support for victims of crime. Mayor Tashara Jones says the vote, which comes nine days into her term, is another example of fulfilling her campaign promises. Today, you saw a proposed a budget amendment that reflects more of my priorities and to address the root causes of crime and support victims of crime, as well as those who have been underserved and underrepresented. The move had the support of Comptroller Darlene Green. Board of Alderman President Louis Reed voted no. He has concerns about the impact of the cuts on the police overtime budget. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. The suspect in the shooting of a St. Peter's police officer has been shot and killed by deputies in Lincoln County. The officer was shot in the leg yesterday afternoon during a traffic stop. He was treated and released. The suspect was tracked to his home in Lincoln County. The sheriff's department there says a chase ended with the man getting out of his car and firing at officers. Two deputies returned the shots, and the man was shot and killed. The two are on administrative leave. The Missouri State Highway Patrol is conducting the investigation. The state-appointed board overseeing the Normandy School District will get two more members. It's an attempt by state education officials to ease tensions between community members and the district. The Missouri State Board of Education will add two people to the five-member board currently overseeing the struggling district. State board member Pamela Westbrooks-Hodge is a Normandy graduate and a former local board member. I am pleased to say that the recommendation before us at this moment in my mind, is a bright spot in Normandy's longer road to recovery. Normandy lost full state accreditation in 2012. The state installed the Takeover Board in 2014. State school board members also discussed a timeline for phasing elected representation back into the board, but it was not approved. The Environmental Protection Agency is investigating whether the Missouri Department of Natural Resources discriminated against communities in South St. Louis. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the agency is scrutinizing an air pollution permit for a gas and diesel fuel company.
1: Great Rivers Environmental Law Center filed the complaint with the EPA on behalf of the St. Louis NAACP and other groups. It claims the DNR's approval of a permit for a Kinder Morgan Transmix in Dogtown violated the constitutional rights of black and Latino residents who didn't have a chance to offer input. Bob Menise is an attorney for Great Rivers. He says the EPA's findings show the state isn't meeting its obligations. Our state agency that is supposed to be the organization that is furthering environmental justice in our state isn't even making sure that discrimination is not happening. A representative for Kinder Morgan says the state inspected the facility and found no concerns. DNR officials have yet to comment. I'm Chad Davis. St. Louis Public Radio.
0: An evacuation order for residents and businesses in parts of Afton has been lifted. It was put in place yesterday after a fire at the Manor Chemical Company. About 100 firefighters from 12 area departments responded. One firefighter was injured. Investigators are looking into the cause of yesterday afternoon's fire. Ballot initiatives are a popular method of getting around a conservative Missouri legislature. But after the success of items like Medicaid expansion, Republicans are taking an increasingly hostile posture toward proposals enacted through a statewide vote. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explains why it could be up to Missouri voters to keep the initiative petition process intact.
1: Autumn Stoltz is a Springfield resident who works as a caregiver for her mother, she makes too much money to qualify for Medicaid, the federal health care program for the poor and disabled. But that would change if a proposal that Missourians adopted in 2020 expanding Medicaid is fully implemented. I would be able to attend doctor's offices without spending 160 some odd dollars every time. I'd be able to get my tonsils taken out. But Republican lawmakers are refusing to fund Medicaid expansion. And Stoltz isn't mincing words about how she feels about that development. And they're not listening to the Missouri voters. They're not listening to their constituents. And it's really ticking a lot of people off, to be brutally honest. Republicans have put forth a number of reasons for not expanding Medicaid, including how the ballot item did not specify a funding source and the long-term impact on the state budget. But the tussle over Medicaid expansion is part of a deeper aversion among some Republicans to voter-approved ballot initiatives. GOP lawmakers like State Representative Justin Hill of St. Charles County say it's their duty to be a backstop against measures that could have huge ramifications for the state. So I'm proud to stand against the will of the people who were lied to. Because that's our job. We took an oath to protect our citizens. It's not really a mystery why Republicans have been so antagonistic. In recent years, left of center groups have used the initiative petition process to circumvent a conservative legislature on things like Medicaid expansion, overhauling state legislative redistricting and increasing the minimum wage. Republicans, like Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, say ballot initiatives oversimplify issues that should be in the hands of Missouri legislators. There is a process that should be followed, and the initiative petition process is not a good process for complex legislation. And it's not just Medicaid expansion. House Budget Chairman Cody Smith has also sought to slow down a successful ballot initiative from 2018 that gradually raised the minimum wage to $12 an hour by 2023. Smith says that supporters of the minimum wage hike accentuated the positive without talking about the long-term consequences for certain businesses.
0: And they don't really have all of the information that they need to make the most informed decision uh, because it's simply not available to them. There are, are campaigns political campaigns, essentially, that are advocating uh, the, high, the benefits of this and don't talk as much about the negative consequences of this.
1: It should be noted that Republicans are doing more than just trying to combat particular issues passed through the initiative petition process. They're also trying to have Missouri voters decide if it should be more difficult for a measure to get on the ballot by bumping up the required amount of signatures. And Republican State Representative Dan Shaw is supportive of a ballot item raising the percentage needed to amend the Missouri Constitution from a simple majority to two-thirds.
0: This is the Constitution of the state of Missouri, and I think we have to hold it to a higher standard. It needs to be to a higher standard than the dog-catcher election. This
1: year. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid of Springfield says the GOP push against ballot items like Medicaid expansion amounts to her Republican colleagues reacting against something that's becoming increasingly uncommon in a red state like Missouri, losing big public policy battles.
0: This fight is so unnecessary and little more than a destructive temper tantrum by petulant children who didn't get their way.
1: And Democratic State Representative Ashley Bland Manlove of Kansas City says the tussle over Medicaid expansion is particularly ironic since the main beneficiaries of the proposal would likely be rural Missourians who have overwhelmingly elected Republicans to statewide and legislative posts.
0: It's the rural hospitals that are closing and and it's the rural people who don't have the access, Um, so they're hurting their own constituency. And I don't think that they're educating their constituency on what that effect will really be.
1: Many Missouri political observers believe the battle over Medicaid expansion will ultimately be decided in court. What's not in doubt is the debate over the worth and parameters around ballot initiatives will likely continue for years to come. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public
0: Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. (music) Understanding starts here. St. Louis Public Radio is a service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.